Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Knowing our identity in Christ is the best defense against manipulation. When negative voices try to drown out God's truth, we get to stand on God's word and remember what he says about us. Today on Better Together, Lisa Harper, Alex Seeley, Dee Dee Freeman, Robin Wilkerson, and Donna Pisani will be joining us. Come on, we need to talk about this. I really felt God stirring me around the issue of orphan care. I'd gone to a women's conference and somebody had mentioned that and and I thought, hmm. And you know how she she was little teeny teeny girl. She was gluten free, but very bossy. <laughs> uh, really godly girl. And she quoted that verse we all know in James about if you have given your heart to Jesus, that's incumbent upon us mm -hmm. to take care of the poor and the powerless. What is an orphan's? It's what most translations say. She quoted that, and then she kind of looked at all of us at this women's conference, and she said, what are you doing about it? Mm. And I remember thinking, well, I, I didn't think I could do anything about that personally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can give an offering, but I mean, I'm 40, I'm single. I, I, I'm not sure that I have anything to kind of add to that. But God just wouldn't let me lay that down. You just kept stirring and stirring and stirring. And I thought, well, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. And so I'm going to ask the girls in my Bible study. And I believe God's really specific. You know, I love that verse in Isaiah where it says, I will tell you yeah. when to go the right yeah. or when to yeah. go the left. I think he is transcendent, but he condescends yeah. to communicate to us in a way we can understand. We can go, oh, this is the way he wants me to walk. And so... There were five of us in the small group. Three of them basically said, we'll pray with you and for you. We've got your back. Mm -hmm. One said, um, if you have time later on this week, I'd love to talk to you about this issue of orphan care over coffee. And um, so I met this woman that I knew from church. And she started the conversation after a little bit of small talk of saying, Lisa, the Bible says <laughs> um, that the wounds of a friend are better than the kiss of an enemy. Now, that is in Proverbs, mm -hmm. but boy, we've got to be careful when somebody takes a verse out of context oh, and yeah. tries to use Absolutely. it as a club. Right. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, so I'm going to tell you something really hard that I don't think anybody else is going to tell you. She goes, I don't know if you're considering adoption, but I just want to tell you, I, I do not think you should be an adoptive mom if you're even considering that with this whole issue of orphan care, because you've shared with our small group, you were sexually abused when you were younger. And I know you've been to a lot of counseling, but just in case you weren't fixed, oh. you might unwittingly transfer the oh, trauma wow. you experienced as a child onto a child of your own. So she said, I think you have just sabotaged your shot at motherhood. I don't think you should be an adoptive mom, but I know you want to nurture. And so my advice to you would be to go to the Nashville Humane Society and adopt a no. dog because you're really good with pets. Now, y'all, this was a Christian. I'm a Christian. We're in a small group together. And because of the shame of my past, my greatest fear that I hadn't brought under the yeah. restorative power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. was, I am so inherently damaged, it's put a lid on mm -hmm. my destiny. Wow. Mm -hmm. So when she said, you don't deserve to be a mom um, because you're too broken, and she used a verse in the Bible wow. to, in her mind, justify that, 
I, it just sounded true to me. You know, she kind of stepped on the biggest bruise in my heart. And I ended up taking the adoption application I'd secretly printed out, putting it in the back of my file drawer at church. I was on staff at a church. And the next day went to the Nashville Humane Society and adopted a chocolate lab with bladder control problems. Um, I have three dogs. She's my third dog that season. And what I want to bring up there is I, that happened when I was in my early 40s. I I came to know Jesus as my Savior when I was five years old. So I wasn't a baby believer. I'd been walking with the Lord a long time. I was on staff at a church. I'd gone to my first go around in seminary. So I knew just enough Greek and Hebrew to be dangerous. And this one voice, and she was a Christian using scripture out of context, but I was able to be so manipulated by that one lie that stepped on that deepest bruise that it was seven more years before I had the faith and the healing to go, Lord, if it's your will, if it's not shut the door, but if it's your will, even though I'm single, there's 150 million orphans in the world as we know it today. If there's an orphan who doesn't have a shot at a mama and a daddy, maybe an older single woman would be a better case scenario than them dying before they got to the age of two because of cholera or malnutrition. So, so I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of lay it out there, Lord, this tiny crumb on the water. What is it that causes us, even when we know Jesus, to be manipulated, even by people who confess Christ? And how have y'all gotten wiser at no? That even though that's coming through the voice of somebody who's acting like they're doing it for my benefit. Mm-hmm. No, that's not congruent because I should have known Jesus doesn't use shame as a motivational yeah, tool. That's so good. Because again, I, I, I knew a whole lot of cognitive truth. Let's talk about, as we're talking about our minds, how can we be kind, not overly self-protective, but aware of manipulation when it's disguised as spirituality? We can always give people the benefit of the doubt right. in this one way right. is that people can be sincere right. and be sincerely wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, giving your very right. best uh, counsel right. and right. it's just flat wrong. Right. And that's why right. we uh, have the Holy Spirit right. that we're supposed to pray that's and right. hear that's ourselves. Right. And that that's was right. the verse you quoted at the beginning. Right. And right. I think that uh, we can have blind spots. And I, the verse in Matthew talks about why do you see the speck in your brother's eye and not right. notice yeah. the log in our own. Right. Right. And I do think it's important that we do take a minute. And like you did talk about right. the idea that you did feel called. Right. And I think that's where it's important that this idea of an old fashioned term is that you pray through. You right. don't right. give up right. on a calling right. that the Holy Spirit places right. and births mm-hmm. in your heart. Right. Now, you did mention that we are all pastors. Right. And one thing about leading or teaching or discipling and of course is that when God plants something in your heart mm-hmm. and he gives birth to it, he yeah. doesn't change his mind, right? right. It right. was seven years, right. but he nagged right. you to death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Yeah, I I, when, when God starts to talk to you yeah. about something, it just keeps going and it goes and it goes right. and he keeps repeating himself. Right. So that is the wonderful part of following the Lord is that even when somebody is wrong. Right. Yeah. And they speak to us right. with wrong counsel and they right. do. Right. We can trust that right. the Holy Spirit so, is not going to change his mind. Right. He is going to bring it back up right. and he's going to bring it back up. And right. we can know that it's that repeating that right. will find confirmation after confirmation. And right. we will find on that road that we'll come back to that right. repetitive mission right. that will say, yes, Lisa. Right. And I'm so grateful for that. What I want to get wiser at That's good. is loving for the sake mm -hmm. of Christ mm -hmm. yeah. and for the fact that you are inherently worthy of love and respect as Imago Dei, as his image bearer, mm -hmm. and yet knowing I can't lower my drawbridge all the way down to that uh -huh. person because they're not safe and they're manipulative. For me, the manipulation, because I was so vulnerable mm. as a young girl and I just submitted to everyone that had the mm. title pastor, leader, because I right. was told, all sorts of things growing up, like, well, you're not good enough there and right. you, yeah. you really don't have the ability there and we're just going to keep you in this section over here. And, right. and, and in fact, we're just going to keep you. I mean, to the point, guys, like even the way I dressed was being morphed and changed because... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody thought I was too stylish or mm -hmm. I was drawing mm -hmm. too much attention. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember having a leader take me off the singing team for three months because apparently I was causing congregant members no. to get eating disorders because of how thin I was. Oh, Because why? Of how, how thin, thin I was. I'm not even kidding, guys. I remember being sat down. Thin. I was too thin. But what I was doing oh, is I was Lord. causing women in the church. Do you know how heartbreaking that was to me? Because yeah, I'd actually overcome Go an ahead. eating disorder yes. for 20 years. Oh, wow. I wouldn't wish that upon your my worst enemy. Not, a, not I don't even have a worst <laughs> enemy. My, 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 and when I got sat down and I got told, you're actually causing, you're not free. And my husband can tell you when I got free. And I know yeah. I got delivered and free from that because it was a bondage of my mind. It wasn't even yeah. about being small. I've always yeah. been small. Right. Yeah. It was never about right. that. It was a control. I've had a lot of meals with But I was never, I never fluctuated in my way. It was a control thing because yeah. of my huge rejection yeah. issues mm -hmm. from my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I just, I, I had to control what I ate in order to feel in control of my right, life. Right, so my sure, eating disorder sure. wasn't about being size zero. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I was told by this woman, you need to be stepped down for three months, my heart was completely broken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did step down because I'm obedient and I'm compliant. Mm -hmm. But in that three months, I remember I'd be worshipped from the, the ground, like not be on platform. And my husband was the worship director at the time and wow. I'm now sidelined. And I remember every week God would say to me, are you going to show up and worship me? So, Because what I'm going to do in you wow. is actually tell mm -hmm. you who you are because you did not, you cannot make anybody have an eating disorder. You're not right. telling me. Right. 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 That is a lie. But what I had to do, what I was learning is this woman had power over me. Mm -hmm. 
She had power in a lot of other areas. Mm -hmm. And it was my first detection, I think, of of listening to, hold on a minute, I'm being manipulated Mm -hmm. to feel ashamed wow. of who I am and oh, what I look right. like. Wow. Talk, go a little further. And all of y'all, because yeah. I think all of y'all, I would say yeah. I'm the chief of all sinners with understanding this. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning because I yeah. was so broken for so many years. I told Missy, my little girl recently, you know how we're told in the Chronicles that David had too much blood on his hands to mm. build the temple. That's why God right. yeah. built it through Solomon. And I told Missy, I said, baby, you'll understand this more and more as you get older. But I carried shame on my hands for mm, a long, long, yeah. long time. Mm. And I said, and God didn't want me to carry that shame. And it was really heavy. Yeah. And so I am almost 60 years old. And I told her this is Psalm 8411. I said, no good thing will he withhold. He has redeemed my life yeah. beyond what I have the faith to pray for. However, there's places I won't walk because I'm running out of runway because I carried shame for so long. I said, mm. You're not going to carry that in your hands. So good, you yes. won't carry that. So I say this as yes. I've been freed beyond what yes. I thought I could, but because I know what it feels like to be imprisoned yes. and be manipulated yeah. and to make myself small so somebody else felt better about yes. themselves, yes. which is not godly. No. And that's different than um, arrogance. But you talked about being obedient. Yeah which God has called us to. And there's order in the house. He's called us to community. 85% of his imperatives are we do this together. Mm -hmm. We're not Lone Ranger Christians. What's the difference between mutual respect, because you're a Mago Day, you deserve my respect. So a mutual respect and mercy and manipulation. And how would y'all describe, okay, what is obedience and what is abuse that is masquerading as obedience? Because oh, I think there's especially oh, some young good. believers who go, man, I just got into church and I and I thought I came to Jesus to get free. And I feel like everybody and their mama has an agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's that's really good because we've been teaching on this whole honor and agape. Oh, right. Good. Yes. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't really see or can rightly define honor because it has been abused. Yes. yes you know, for yes. so long. Yes. And so I think when you're talking about obedience, you got to make sure it's not somebody that's trying to control me for right. their own purposes. Right. And like we're talking about this whole manipulation thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to serve you and I'm going to be here and I'm going to have a heart towards God. Right. But it benefits the whole. That's right. Right. It's not self-centered. It's not right. just for one person to yeah. benefit right. out of it. You know, I'm probably like Robin. I've never been manipulated because, you know, in a natural forest, people are concerned. My manipulation came from the enemy. Wow. You understand? My manipulation was more like internal. Internal. (laughs) Never wore skin. Never never wore skin. No, no, never, never any of that kind of stuff because I'm very outspoken. Yeah. Yeah. So people won't try me with certain things. Probably just like Adam and Eve, you know, yeah. when Satan came to them, he manipulated. Yeah, them. he did. He played them back. He played her. She yeah. lent her ear to mm. the enemy, you know, and here old boy was standing right there. He yeah. could have helped her out, but yeah. he didn't. So yeah. he really manipulated both of oh, them. Yeah, and so that's where my manipulation yeah, came true. from. But I do understand that there's a difference from manipulation and 
uh, having a pure heart to serve somebody, yeah. you understand, yeah, yeah. or wanting something yeah. from well, I somebody. Think, I think the difference is, and this is what I've learned in my years, is to right. serve and obey. It's actually great. Yes. Look, Joseph mm-hmm. got yes. treated badly. Right. David got right. treated mm-hmm. badly. Right. Mm-hmm. But people get treated. Yeah. That, that I think sometimes, you know, especially in this whole climate of yes. church abuse, right. we've taken right. it to the nth degree. Right. If you correct right. someone, I, I'm being abused. Right. I think when you are obedient unto God, right. he redeems that. Absolutely. He'll always turn it around. But there comes a point, and for me, when it wasn't lining up with Scripture. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it was making That's me it. feel condemned, yes. right. ashamed, exactly. That's right. shut down. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not That's the right. Lord. Because yes. right. when he brings correction and it conviction, it is yeah. like a, right. it's like a kind yeah. smack. Even, yeah. Yeah. even the conviction yeah. is redemptive. Right. Yes. It's, you're getting a spank. But when I shut same down, down but then I'm right. being manipulated to be less yes. than what God has called right. me to be. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's where I have to go, okay, God, what do you say? I'm not in rebellion. I'm yes. not leaving right. out of rebellion, yes. but I need to right. learn. Mm-hmm. Number one, how to put a boundary. And number two, right, what does good. the truth of God's yes. word say? We had a similar experience because we grew up and it was um, very legalistic, old yeah. school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so yeah. there was so much shame yes. wrapped around the requests yeah. Yeah. that we, and also I'm just naturally a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for me to always me feel too. like I have to do something mm-hmm. more yeah. to be pleasing and to right. hit the top score. Right. Um, It comes from that deficit, right? Yeah. The scarcity mentality. And I think that's probably the first thing that you have to deal with when you're in a manipulative situation is look inside. So what is the scarcity issue that I'm dealing with? Um, And I think it's okay. Like get in the word, read the word, see what the word says. Uh, But I also think it's okay to go to therapy. Oh, so I think if you've been in a, like we were in a manipulative situation, wait and, a minute, I didn't hear you real. Yeah, clear. yeah. Did you no, say that again? I think it's okay to go to therapy because sometimes you just need, especially in leadership or any level of life, you just need somebody to help you walk right. that out right. so you can discern truth. Because what will happen is that when you've experienced manipulation, one of two things happens: either you're never going to want to be, you're never going to want to serve again right. because you're going to be fearful that you're going to be manipulated again. So you'll always have. There's healthy boundaries, but you'll have unhealthy boundaries. So your growth in God will be stunted because you won't be serving. The second thing that happens is you become manipulative. Right. And you don't even realize you've picked up those patterns. And that's like a whole other subject. But I didn't realize I had learned the wrong way to lead. Yeah. And yep. so it required a lot of surrender on my right. life. It's very so, good. you know, the old adage, hurt people, hurt people. Yes. Yes. People who've been exploited, exploit other people. Yeah. You do, yes. you do what, because that pattern is familiar. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's really, really good. God, um, I, I want to just real quickly, I'd love for y'all to affirm this. I do think there is not as much as there used to be when I was younger, but there is still stigmatization in Christian culture over wise counsel. Mm. And I've, heard more than once, but all the answers are in God's word. I'm like, absolutely everything we need for life and God news is in this. We are human and we don't always have minds that are wise enough yeah. to apply his truth, especially to the wounded places in our yeah. spirits. Mm. And so all of the leaders in scripture sought counsel. Yeah. All of the kings had counsel. All yeah. of Proverbs is so counsel. Our church is not set up the way New Testament God called it to be set up. We don't have as often older sisters teaching the younger. So if you don't have to pay for wise counsel, 
hallelujah, that your Christian community is to that point of redemption. But if you need to seek out a counselor to deal with something that you go, I want to have a coach. I want to have my mind renewed. And this is where I keep circling the drain. Mm -hmm. I've Christian counseling has been such a means of grace for me. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's sad to me. Yeah. How often I hear Christians go, oh, well, you don't have to go that because you're a Christian. And so you now, oh, the old has been old and the new. And I'm like, you still seem a little trapped yeah. in your judgment. Yeah. So I actually don't think you have gotten a new place. And I just think yes. as best we can to lift that stigma of saying, yeah. I need help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you pray with me? Yeah. Can you take the corner of my mat, carry me to Jesus and lower me? That That is through community. That's through yeah. sisterhood. Yeah. That's through pastoral counsel. Yeah. That's through seeking yeah. someone who's a little older in their faith. Mm-hmm. And that can be through Christian yeah. count, paid all those therapy, yeah. all the above. All yeah. the and above. and I, I do want to go back to what she was talking about, the idea of um, church life. So much of what we're talking about that Alex faced, that was a preference. Mm -hmm. And I think for the viewing audience, I hear a lot of conversation of church hurt. Mm -hmm. And that's tied to preference. Dee Dee was talking about honor. And people can't honor because Mm -hmm. it's tied to an agenda. Mm -hmm. And what are we talking about? We're talking about style. We're talking about preference. We're not talking about God's word. Right. And what Christians give up on actually reading right. the Bible yeah. and not knowing what the scripture yeah. says, then they become a victim yeah. right. of somebody's yeah. preference. Yes. And when they, uh, it's kind of like I, I'm, I'm a victim of understanding what the Bible teaches. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, Sure, that's, that's, right. I'm not supposed to wear skirts that are a quarter of an inch here or right. uh, mascara that's <laughs> yeah. purple or these yes. issues emerge and become uh, one of our uh, historical in the group I'm a part of mixed bathing that was swimming boys and girls (laughs) in a certain camp at a certain year. My point that I'm getting to is all these foolish men rules become these big dividing factors. And it's very important that we as believers, as we grow, read the Bible and love the word so that we don't foolishly right. mm-hmm. lose our salvation Very over good. that. Preferences are not it's always biblical exactly. Very good. You know what? Let's pray okay. for okay. people who are watching who have been manipulated mm-hmm. by a preference mm-hmm. that was disguised as a biblical principle. Wow. You can't wear purple eyeshadow. You're mm. too slim yeah. to help two or other people toward you. I'm so sorry. Mm. It always breaks my heart. I love you so much. Um, and I think all of us have been yeah. played at some mm-hmm. point because we live in a world that's broken by sin. Yeah. Yeah. And so no, no human is going to love us the way we were designed to be loved, right. which is perfectly. Yeah. And Didi, I actually feel like you're supposed to pray mm-hmm. your tenderness and pastoral authority mm-hmm. for, I, I just feel like there are mm-hmm. some women, especially right now mm-hmm. who identified with what Alex said. 
and they have had a hard time even trusting yeah. church because their heart was broken mm-hmm. there. But they want to be obedient yeah. and they want to be around other Christ followers. They just feel like, I don't fit. There must be something inherently yeah. wrong with me. Would you pray that the Holy Spirit would lift their head yeah. even in this moment? Yeah. And they begin to recognize that they're worth it, mm. that they carry God's thumbprint. Oh, Father. Oh, wow. We love this so much. Father, we lift up every viewer now and we speak peace over their souls now. Father, we thank you that they are being increased as a result of hearing this conversation on today. Father, we break every word that has ever been spoken over them. Every manipulative spirit, we command you to flee. We break it now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray now that you will give them a revelation of who they are in you, you. that they will take authority over every area of defeat in their lives now. Yes, let them know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image, that you have created them to win and to triumph in every area. Satan, we serve you. Notice you have no power over their lives. We command you to release your hold in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Father, we release that joy to be stirred up on the inside of them now, Father. Allow them to know that they are created in your image, Father. That you love them so much that you gave your only begotten Son. So allow them to feel and sense your presence even as we are lifting them up now. And Father, we'll forever give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor for what you are revealing in them now. In Jesus' name, we Amen. 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 Amen.